0: This week on Survivor.
1: Welcome back, everybody.
0: Welcome, welcome.
1: Hope you all had a wonderful week and enjoyed Survivor Wednesday. We are recording this on Podcast Thursday, and you're going to listen to it on...
0: Listen Friday.
1: Ayo. Yeah. So, uh, to dive right in, we hope everyone realizes that we are very much new podcasters. So we're figuring everything out still and because of that there might be some changes along the way to our format.
0: As in today.
1: Yes, today we're going to bring in a new uh, kind of recap because we just felt we went on a little bit too long last week so we are bringing in a timer so that we are quick and speedy.
0: Yeah, we kind of realized that like, half of our last episode was pretty much just recapping the episode, which hopefully everybody who listens to this has seen the episode, because uh, if not, spoiler alert's coming ahead, um, which you've probably realized. So we're just going to try to quickly recap it, because we're going to go more in-depth afterwards on our theme.
1: Yeah, so our new approach to the recap will be that we each... We'll take turns starting, and we'll have 30 seconds to talk about what happened. And then the second person, which will alternate every week, will fill in the gaps or finish the episode off.
0: Yeah. So Melissa's going to start this week. Okay. Timer start in 3, 2, one go.
1: Okay, so we start and Adam is sleeping and Rob tickles his nose. Is this a foreshadowing as to what's to come? Maybe. And then um we see Adam is like, I wanna make some big moves. And then um we see him talking to Denise, who has been bequeathed her or Danny's fire token. And then uh mm, uh, Sandra is like I'm gonna go fishing because then everyone will keep me around so she puts a net and she catches a shark and then Tony's like Ah!
0: that's it oh my god
1: that was so hard you have a lot to recap <laughs> good luck
0: okay I was watching the timer where did you stop? the shark the shark kind oh, oh of oh my god okay. I'll do the timer now
1: okay 30 seconds on the clock are you ready sir? yeah 3 2 one, Go.
0: Okay, then Tyson tells Yule that he wants to vote out Sandra. Sandra finds out and wants to vote out Tyson. Then they go to extinction. Danny catches a fish. Then tree mail. Then this whole kerfuffle trying to figure out this chest. Natalie figures it out. Back to DeKal. Sarah finds an advantage, sneaks around. Challenge, crazy. Uh, DeKal wins. Sele tribe is quiet, then they vote out Ethan.
1: Nice. Good job. It's hard.
0: I, got, I I missed a couple things, but that's a lot faster.
1: It was a lot faster, and now um, we can not feel like we're repeating ourselves when we go into this deeper conversation.
0: Yes, now we can uh, just dive into it like we're out for Blood, which is the title of the episode. Not yeah. our episode, the Survivor episode.
1: Do you know who said that? Michelle. Yeah, she did.
0: I always pay attention. Mm-hmm. I always know what the title of the episode is, and I always wait. Same with movies. I always wait to see like when they're going to say it.
1: Yeah, same with song titles. Like You'd like to know why it's called that. And then when there's a song that the the title isn't even in the song, I'm like, what? Um. Anyway, yeah. Michelle got a lot of attention this week.
0: Yeah, a lot more than but she has the past episodes.
1: Yeah, she's quite entertaining.
0: Even like the intro episode.
1: Mm-hmm. It's two hours. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that our recap is nice and finished off yeah. and you are all fully informed about exactly what happened, we will get into our theme discussion. Do you want to tell us the theme this Same week?
0: theme. The theme this week is control.
1: Yeah. Uh control came up a lot, not only like with what people were saying, but everyone was kind of like trying to find a way that they could stay in control.
0: I've watching it like the second time with that in mind. There's a lot I have written down to say about control okay. or because it's Survivor, I think, the lack of...
1: Well, do you want to kick us off, then?
0: Okay. Um, The first thing with control, I think, we see is Adam. Adam tries to control these big moves and control the godfather, as he puts it. Um, Now, at the end, it doesn't really go his way, uh, but that's kind of the first big... Uh, control move that Adam wants to start taking control over uh, the big dogs, as he calls them, which would be Robin Parve. Mm-hmm. Even though Ethan was part of that, um, he does want to kind of gain control of that.
1: Yeah, and we see him right off the bat from this episode trying to figure out how to make those big moves. Uh, something that in past seasons we don't really see until the end and I don't mean to jump forward but I noticed this at tribal council during a normal season of survivor a lot of these first votes are based on like physical ability or what you're bringing to the tribe uh, or to the camp and Jeremy says that we have to figure out why we keep losing but in what we're seeing the conversations are never ever based around oh this person is slowing us down in challenges because if I were to pick someone who has been slowing them down, it's been Rob, but they don't want to be getting Rob out because of his physical ability because he does also prove himself and he is a very valuable member of the tribe based only on physical things. But all of these decisions to vote people out are on like long-term and, and Adam proves that by Like, it's time to make these big moves. And uh, his approach, which was, like, crazy to watch, but it makes sense, is controlling the truth and who he's telling the truth to and when he's letting little bits of everything out. So, um, yeah, his control is, is definitely there or his his
0: want for control. His want for control. I think his self-control wasn't there, which is why he kind of told Rob about Parv, which was obviously not a good idea. That's why he got votes and then everybody was kind of like, "Oh, he's playing both sides." So like he could have had a little more self-control over yeah. himself and like waiting to make that big move. Now, they did get Ethan out, which really, as you could see with, with Rob, that really hurt him. But
1: but I think what Adam's approach was, was to control his those people's emotions. Like, he went up to Ethan and was like, I've got you, but I think we should get out Parv. And then he did the same thing to Rob. I'm here for you. I'm your number one. I have your back. Harvard, he doesn't and so he's 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 making these big moves that are hurting the people that he's telling but because he has those first conversations with them saying you can trust me this is good for the long run he's trying to control their emotion after it instead of it just being a blind side he knows that he can't just go and get the remaining members of the tribe that aren't Rob, Parvati, and Ethan to just blindside one of them because he knows that Rob or Ethan or Parvati are good enough players that, and will have like the emotional, uh, force like behind them to get him out if he just did that. So he is using control of their emotions and control of their trust to, to tell them. And so it's a very like controversial move, because, yeah, at the end of the day, he comes out looking like the bad guy and does get totally blindsided with the vote. Where I think he's the only one who voted for poverty. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, yeah. he's not just making those big moves willy nilly where he would be able to. Like, they should all want to vote out the, one of those three. Mm-hmm. But
0: I think it's the fact that he went to rob. And told him, or like started to bring up that idea. And then when Rob, Rob can also kind of like control a crowd, I guess. Like he he went up like no BS and was like, I know what's going on after Adam had come up. And like mm-hmm. pretty much like forced them to, to like say what's going on. He's like, oh, Adam just told me that you guys want to vote out Parv. And then this whole thing kind of like spiraled out of control where like everybody was like, uh, Adam's like kind of playing, not necessarily playing both sides, but like he, you know, he's talking to Rob. He's like pretty much telling everybody the plan and is also throwing other people under the bus in the meantime. He's not just saying, I, like, this is my idea from right now. He's like, me and XYZ have been planning this, so this is what's going to happen. Now that, with Adam trying to control, he went a little overboard, and that's kind of now out of Adam's control now. Mm -hmm. His own possible demise. Like last week, I picked him as being the outlaster because of how he was playing. Now he got a little too big, and it's a little out of control now. Yeah,
1: for sure. He definitely let, some of his uh, successful strategies the previous two weeks get to his head. And he was like, all right, now's the time when I think you should, in these first few weeks or days, you need to lay low because there are those big targets that can take the the heat right now. You can, like, the entire Decal tribe, like half of them you just don't even see because they're not doing anything well, but that winning. also means you're not getting voted out.
0: Yeah, they're winning. That's yeah. that's the that's the difference. Yeah. Now with people who are who actually successfully did what Adam wanted to do and you brought it up. I didn't actually see it originally, but Jeremy and Michelle.
1: Oh yeah, they totally took Rob and Adam being out of control and took it into their own. And they yeah. completely switched the vote. Like it went, Adam told Rob, Rob stormed away, told uh, Jeremy and Michelle, and then um, Michelle and Jeremy have that little conversation. And then Rob tells Parvati, Meanwhile, Michelle is telling everyone, and they all decide, okay, it's not time to get Adam out yet, but it's too big of a move to take out Rob or Parvati, so let's take a little bit of Parvati and Rob's comfort and control out and get out unsuspecting Ethan, who I feel so bad for because he just aligned himself with the targets, thinking...
0: Probably that they were bigger targets, right? They'll they'll be out before him.
1: Yeah, but he like was the the sacrificial lamb for for the new school players to be like, look at what we can do, and they fully did that, and they um, they took that like those three as well as Adam by surprise when they took out Ethan.
0: I think they took Adam's plan in. Actually, did it properly. Adam wanted to take out Parv, which was a little too big, and then to Adam's own demise, he went and spoke to Rob. And I kind of touched on this last week as well, when he was the one who spoke up about uh, the like, why are you making us dump out our bags? Like, if you're guilty, just stay in the shadows. Like, don't don't say anything. And that's kind of what gets people far. Like, Michelle and Jeremy can now go to tribal at the... Like, if they make it there, like, that's something that they did. And they, like, orchestrated. But, like, nobody really knows. And that's kind of how you make it fire in this game. Like, you kind of have to orchestrate things, but not... Not tell the godfather that you're going to kill off his number one henchman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And by the looks of the next week on survivor preview um it, it seems like that alliance might still be going strong the jeremy michelle one yeah which I is think very that might random
0: actually, i think that might stick
1: uh it's so unsuspecting so. it's like you wouldn't even think it
0: well jeremy ended up getting a lot of screen time with natalie and then Michelle wasn't getting a lot of screen time, but now they're kind of merging, and Jeremy might be looking for somebody else to work with because his number one is on extinction.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I think we can take this opportunity to now talk about Natalie and her complete control over everything that's happening on Edge of Extinction.
0: That's something I have as well about control. Natalie is controlling extinction.
1: Yeah, and, like, she's just killing it out there, and... uh like, I don't know.
0: Well, I she, have... A, oh, sorry. sorry. No, go.
1: Well, like, the way that she... Um, once she figured it out, she made sure that no one else was going to. She destroyed, like, the most basic sense of control. She controlled the fact that she would be the only one to figure out the clue by yeah. crushing the other one and throwing it away. And then she controls also, like... Who, uh, who's getting these advantages. And she gave it to Sarah, who knows how to use the advantage. I don't know if that ran through Natalie's head, that she like, remembers Sarah using the steal-a-vote advantage perfectly, but she's also getting fire tokens. She now has three fire tokens. And Sandra, Sarah, and Jeremy all have zero on the island as well as Danny and Amber and now Ethan, who have none on the edge. So
0: it's well, great. Yeah, she said she's a billionaire there, which is true. Yeah. Um yeah, and Amber, speaking of Amber, said, you know, we've been working together so well on this island. So Natalie really does have control over even how they think. Well Amber, Amber was the first to
1: turn. She ran off and tried to figure it out first. She just was wrong.
0: No, Yeah, but she said, we've been working so well on this island together. Like, we've been working together. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Natalie has been hoodwinking them, but she's been, you know, she's been fooling them. Natalie knows exactly what's going on. Natalie knows that if she finds that advantage, she gets a fire token. Amber and Danny and now Ethan have no idea mm-hmm. that if you find an advantage, you can sell it to a player on the island for a fire token. They have no idea. So Natalie's controlling the whole island.
1: Yeah. Danny right now, her only sense of control was catching that little fish.
0: Which got me points, by the way.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go. Woohoo. Yeah. I don't think Danny's going to last long on the edge.
0: Well, who do you think? Do you think it's her? I don't know. That's like gonna who's going to faint?
1: I hope it's not Ethan. And I hope it's not Amber.
0: Ethan would be ho- really bad I, foreshadowing I, with I what they put it's... in at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. Um, lack of control, like Danny has, only through getting fish. I think Denise has absolutely no idea what to do and has zero control and is fully relying on so many other people.
0: Yeah, she's just kind of there. Like, like, she has an advantage. She got a token and she has an idol. Yeah, so we like saw she that... she has things. We
1: saw Adam give her back the other half. So I right. guess we were, like, a little bit yeah. confused about that idol. So now she has a full idol.
0: I guess you had to give it to somebody by the night, but then you get could get it back the next day. It, yeah. We still really don't know. I know. How it works I guess. Exactly. It's,
1: well, I guess we can talk about it with control because whoever you give it to, they have full control until when you can have a full idol back. Like, yeah. Kim gave it to Sophie. Sarah. So, yeah. Kim gave her half of the idol to Sophie. Right. They don't seem like they have a great alliance.
0: Sophie said it was not a good idea.
1: No, so now Sophie is holding this thing, and until she gives it back, Kim doesn't have an idol. She has half an idol.
0: We barely seem to call, so she might have it back at this
1: point. Yeah, she might, but But um, yeah, there's like there doesn't seem they're forcing this like split control, and and you never know who. You can only control who you give it to. You can't control who is gonna give it back or how they're gonna act with it,
0: or if they give it back.
1: If they give it back at all.
0: That's why I said survivors a lot of lack of control. And I think this season, like trying to make relationships with those, uh, like split immunity idols, it like it's putting a lot of things in other people's hands. Which all these people are trying to win two million dollars for themselves, so like it, there's a really big lack of, lack of control.
1: Well, yeah, you only have control until you have to put a little bit into someone else's hand and or hands, and the entire show is like putting your trust in people who you're trained not to trust. Yeah, or you are meant to, made to believe that you can't trust them. Um, another person who's trying to get control of their own game and their own fate uh, in, a, in a different way is Sandra by being a provider of sorts, where we saw her set up this net and catch a shark and then be able to feed her tribe and, according to Yule, keep morale high. But like, how many other fish is Sandra catching? Maybe we're only seeing one.
0: How, she, she didn't catch a fish fish she set up a net to catch a shark even she said fishermen set up a net and then they leave they go Mm -hmm. home now yule's argument now for something we talked about before on our podcast is sandra being around camp and how she spreads random lies that's not high for morale and if setting up a net if Any of those people have no idea how to set up a net. There's bigger issues here because it's really not that difficult to set up a net in ankle deep water and walk away and come back later on and find a a shark that Tony grabbed. Sandra didn't even grab it. Mm -hmm. And then Sandra sat out at the thing again
1: yeah, but, you know, that's us sitting here. You know, like, you you will do anything to feel like you have a sense of control in the game. And you can convince yourself that, okay, I set up this, I did this, and because of that, my tribe is going to keep me around.
0: And it's worked, because Yule thinks so. You'll and also, they so. haven't
1: had to vote her out. They haven't they have had to haven't. vote. Um, but we saw, like, both sides of Yule being like, yeah we keep winning because and we want to keep winning and we do that by having high morale and that means food and that means that we need to keep Sandra around because she is the provider for our tribe but then we also saw Tyson say we know how Sandra works we've seen her we've seen her win 2 million dollars and what she does is finds the hole and then fills it with lies and and bad things yeah. so That'll be, like, when eventually they go to tribal council, it'll be interesting to see where Sandra's, like, where her reputation, which we've talked about, and now her trying to get control, like, how those stand side by side amongst the tribe.
0: Yeah, it's really, like, her play is really interesting because she's so comfortable. Yeah. She's so comfortable because she's sitting out every challenge, or, like, the two she couldn't because you can't sit out two in a row. But well, she, she also out,
1: probably knows that, like, if I play, my tribe's gonna be worse off. She's probably the worst at challenges amongst all of those people, right? So, it's,
0: yeah, that's fair. But to you know, to sit out two out of three challenges and then go and set up a, a fishing net claiming that you you're the one who caught the fish it just seems like she's like sh- she knows how to play the game because she has will trick like i i'm also seeing it through the lens that the producers and editors are making it to be but like in my mind that's not a reason to keep sandra mm-hmm. she's not participating in challenges which is very important and she's not participating that much around camp especially morale wise cuz she's she spreads lies about people
1: but she is that huge target that can be a safety net for a lot of the other players right like if Sandra's still here I'm not the biggest threat
0: that's also very true
1: so i like that's why i think she'll stay
0: but yule Seems to like her because he went up and told her about Tyson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's, yeah, there's something there. Like he went straight up to her and was like, Tyson wants to get you out, and then we saw Sandra be Sandra and say, "Well, you better make sure I don't find out about it." Yeah. Um. So Sarah is somebody else who I think so kind of like opposed to uh, Sandra where, like, Sandra's kind of sitting back and, like, is expecting everything to, to fall in place, and that's kind of, like... Like, she expects the game to control herself, or, like, she's controlling it from one side, where Sarah is someone who's taking the game by the horns and is really controlling it herself. So she had the the chance to go and find this advantage, which was really tough because she had to sneak out of her tribe, hop on a boat, and then go to another island that she's never been to and has no idea how their camp set up. And thankfully, she only crawled crawled around about three feet before finding out that the torches were, were right next to her. Um, but she could have sat back. She could have said, uh, you know what? I don't really need it. I don't, you know, whatever it may be. But she grabbed the game by the horns and said, "She even said, like, you know, maybe last time I played, but this is winners at war. Like this, is, I I have to." Mm-hmm. And she did.
1: She's not gonna. She's not letting any, uh, any opportunity to control pass her by.
0: No, not at all.
1: But what would be the, the penalty if someone from the other drive wakes up?
0: Like, I have no idea.
1: When they just be like, What are you doing here? And she'd be like, I'm mm, getting a thing. And yeah.
0: then, like, like when, if you get caught, do you not get the chance to yeah, get it? Yeah, like
1: that was a thing last season where one of the players was given the task by Rob and Sandra from Extinction. If you can't do this or if you can infiltrate the other team's camp and um and not get caught then you'll get this but here we don't know like i feel like you know you'd just be like kind of scared like why is there someone here but also not because there's always cameramen around so
0: always camera always I don't know crew.
1: I don't know what like how high the stakes were and there ethan other than was if up you can find it as well
0: it. right ethan was making fire and Well,
1: that's what it looks like. We don't know. Like Was
0: up. Yeah, I know. They that editing. could have been 2 hours earlier, but you know, like people are up later than others keeping the fire, making sure people are warm. So, if somebody like Ben wakes up and takes off his buff and tries to see what's going on, he might have just thought it was somebody getting firewood to stoke the fire.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm glad Sarah did it. I'm rooting for her. I think she's a great player. And it was really fun to see her and Tony interact like that.
0: Spit on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, first yeah. stuff in her face. Yeah. Like that's, that was charming and entertaining. Um,
0: it was also good to see like her, because she wasn't sure about trusting Tony, but this is like a big thing that she trusted him on as well. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. And also when you do invest in someone else and, put your trust in them. You're kind of controlling who your alliance really is and like it's it's looking like those two as much as they might add other people on. They'll be like the the core and she'll have she'll be able to use that against him later on. Like I told you about this.
0: I yeah. let you in on this. I think this season they're actually going to get along. Like, there yeah. there won't be any, like, backstabbing. I think they're they're together.
1: Yeah. If if Tony keeps his chill, his self-control.
0: Yeah. Which um, he seems to be. He seems to be. As long as he be. doesn't fall off a 20-foot ladder, makeshift ladder, I yeah. think that they're going to have a good alliance. Uh,
1: Ben was interesting. His first um, talking head at the beginning about getting Rob out and saying, like, he needs to... He needs to get off this island. I need to vote Rob out. Um, I don't really know where that came from because last week he was like completely under spell. Maybe but that's why. Maybe. He just knows how strong he can be. But um, it'll be interesting to see if he can control his temper for long enough. Like those are his exact words that he needs to control his temper. So that'll be something. Um, in the challenge... That was just an epic challenge. That looked so hard.
0: I want to talk about... That... Oh Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Okay,
1: I want to talk about... It doesn't really relate to the theme, but I just want to bring it up. When you fall off the wall from jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping, why are they running back through the wall when other people are trying to jump? Go around. Oh,
0: my God. That was... A lack of self-control, I think. Or if like, we're bringing it back. But that was awful. When they're doing like the American Ninja Warrior jump.
1: Yeah. And then Michelle and Yule all, and Adam, don't make it. And so they have to go back to the beginning and decide to run right through while their teammates are trying to make it across. Ugh. That was just like frustrating. I had to practice self-control to not scream at the TV.
0: Ben during the challenge, I don't know if anybody else noticed this. I had to rewind it for Melissa, mm. but Ben actually did have self-control where he tried to speak up and went, Rob uh, uh, and they just kind of shied back away, I think because M- Michelle spoke up or something.
1: Yeah. That was like a very close challenge. Um
0: so close. I felt
1: I felt for the Rob's tribe because, you know, you like I hate when it's just a a win after win after win after win because at least we know the players this time, but you don't get to know one tribe because all the attention's on the other one as they deliberate about, who they're yeah. going to vote someone out.
0: Now, you said earlier about the control, about Rob winning challenges and this and that. You mentioned yes. that earlier. I actually had written down the lack of control Rob has right now. Now, I know Rob from what I know from his previous plays he is a challenge master Mm
1: -hmm. he
0: he is the one who brings wins to his tribe this season he's lost that control he doesn't bring wins at all he stepped back in this week to do another puzzle challenge to try to make up for the puzzle challenge he messed up last week Mm -hmm. and he admits he messed it up He steps back into that position, also tries to throw that rope ball, can't get it, Ben has to step in, Ben gets it, then Ben is the one lifting everybody up, and then when they get to it, to the puzzle, which that puzzle was incredibly hard, I would imagine, like none of the colors matched up, I I don't know if I could have done it in three days, but they all try to do it, and Rob drops the ball again. I think Rob's I don't think losing he dropped, control.
1: I don't think he dropped the ball as bad as he did the week before. I think this was honestly just a hard challenge. Like, they... For losing, for being behind, they it was the puzzle that caught them up. Like, they were one piece away. It wasn't, like, a total blowout.
0: I agree. And
1: Rob also... I was feeling a little awkward like watching him throw and throw and throw, but he backed it. There has been times where a player will not admit that they need to switch, and then that's when you're like, okay, buddy. Oh, that's
0: painful to watch.
1: Take a look at yourself.
0: I, I agree. However, I think Rob used to have that control over challenges.
1: Well, he I, used to control yeah.
0: challenges, and now he doesn't. He doesn't have that control over the but challenges we saw anymore.
1: Him, we, he did it in the first one.
0: But this is two episodes in, a, in or two weeks in a row, two episodes in a row.
1: I know, but that it's he not like
0: hasn't been able complete, to to deliver.
1: It's not like complete blowouts. I don't. I know what you're saying, and I I feel that. And when Jeremy at Tribal said like we need to figure out why we keep losing, I was like maybe look at Rob, but also I don't think he's it's him not. losing
0: the challenges. I don't think him alone is losing the challenges. But just to stay on like the control theme, I don't think he has the same control as he used to in challenges. I don't think he can, he can control them the way he used to be able to. Mm. And he might: I don't think you're using
1: control properly in this. I think maybe you mean he can't control his like willingness to say, "I can do this." Like I don't think he ever had control over a challenge.
0: Yeah, I, guess I, don't, I, I don't think that's I'm, like, stretching to, to get to the, yeah, to the theme.
1: Yeah, I think a better way that you could say this argument, if you don't mind me telling you, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> is that he could perhaps be lacking control in the way that he's offering himself up to these positions. He's not letting other people maybe do the puzzle. Right. Or saying, like, he's having a hard time taking a step back.
0: Right. But
1: he... I don't think it's fair to say he ever had control over a I challenge.
0: Guess, well, and again, I've never, I've never watched one of his seasons, but from what I know, like he was the one who was winning, like who was helping his team win challenges. And again, I'm not saying he's the one who was making his team lose challenges, but he he stepped back in this week to try to redeem himself. And they did they were behind when they they, got to the puzzle.
1: I don't think he dropped the ball for the puzzle this time. I think it was just like luck.
0: But it just seems to to be Rob is trying to fill old shoes that he can't fill anymore.
1: Maybe. It'll be interesting to see it keep going.
0: And yeah, again, next week he might come out and beat everybody by a mile. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But from what I saw these past two episodes and him trying to redeem himself. Yeah. Which I think he kind of did, but.
1: Um, okay, so DeKal wins again. And then yes, we kebabs. go. kebabs. They get kebabs, which everyone seemed a little bit more excited for than the spice kit.
0: Jeff wasn't as excited about the
1: kebabs. No, he didn't have to sell it as much. No. I think last week he knew, this is a pretty bad reward. I have to sell it. But so imagine
0: then, the kebabs with the spice kit. Oh.
1: Well, now they have the spice kit.
0: I know. With the kebabs. Yeah, so they could add more. Exactly. But those looked marinated. Yeah, probably, but you know me. I like my spice.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so after Dekal wins, we go to the Sele tribe where a huge amount of self-control is being exhibited by the entire tribe as they sit in silence. And um, it's not until Jeremy makes the first move. Because, like, I think that's also a great move on him.
0: Well, they said they were there for, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. Which, none of them have watches, but...
1: You must just so badly want to go talk to your people.
0: Oh, But you so also
1: bad. don't want to be the first one to do it. But I respect Jeremy for biting the bullet and being like, okay, because he knew he had to I think backup. he was the
0: right guy to do it.
1: And he knew Ben's gonna he knew Ben was gonna follow him.
0: Like if Adam and Denise would have walked off first. Oh my god. That would have been game over. Yeah. Right. So I think I think Jeremy was the right guy because he's kinda of flying under the radar right now. He's not he's not a big target. Mm hmm. I think I think he was the first one, and even he said he knew Ben would come. And Ben yep. also is kind of on the radar, but not so much this episode.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we see the entire shift of control from yes. from Rob to Adam, to Jeremy, and Michelle, secret control. And then the rest is history.
0: And then boom! Big blindside. Ethan gone.
1: Yeah. So where do you think that leaves us? Like who, it's, it's interesting because there, as much as the whole kind of topic of tribal council was no matter what, who you're going to vote for, there's always going to be someone who is left out or who's hurt or is telling you not to do that. After this vote, I feel like it's just like a big kerfuffle because Adam has been flipped on, Rob and Parvati are, like, surprised, and then the rest of them are kind of like, well, this is what we had to do.
0: Yeah. Also, the editors have a lot of control over the viewers because I've realized that we don't get to know who voted for who during the episode. So if you're watching, and, like, usually you get to, like, Adam, they probably would have like usually shown Adam's vote because you knew he was going for power. and then they don't show anyone's.
1: No, and we don't get to see them um, at the end or the no. reaction. But um, like, I think as viewers of the show, we just know that we are at full mercy of the production team behind these episodes. Yes. Like, it's at least three days tucked into one little 48-minute episode with commercials. So, like, it's not editors. Like, editing is so controlling what we see and controlling the narrative of the game. So, yeah, it was three votes Adam, four votes Ethan, one vote Mm Harvey. So, yeah, like, I don't know where. It seems like Michelle and Jeremy will be the ones who come out on top of this vote. And who will follow them? I don't know.
0: So it would have been Rob, Parv, and Ethan voting Adam. Mm-hmm. Which means Denise, w- who was in an alliance with Adam, would have gone Ethan. But even left him out because, like, Ethan well, cause Adam she was, was left out.
1: She was shook when she found out that yeah. he told Rob. So, so. And, again, she's not going to make any big moves. She doesn't really know what's going on. She's just going to no. follow whoever. In in that moment, it was Michelle who she followed. So that left. Okay, so, yeah. Adam, Adam voted Parvati. Rob,
0: Ethan, Ethan and, and Parv
1: voted Adam. Adam. So that leaves Michelle... Jeremy, Ben, Denise, who voted Ethan. Ethan. So, like, are they now going to be the ones who pick off... Will Will it come down to Rob and Adam having to work together?
0: Ooh, maybe. Probably. He's, like, already trying for it. They're going to have to. Because Adam's now going to be on the outs. Yeah. He has to be. Like, nobody's going to trust him now.
1: Well, yeah. Like, it, even though he didn't lose a member of his alliance... He was blindsided.
0: Big time. He was left out of the vote. A vote that he
1: thought he orchestrated was completely flipped.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I have a lot of respect for what he tried to do. I think he was smart, and I think it's true that you need to control the game with a little bit of truths. Because if you're lying the entire time, unless you're Sandra, that doesn't work for a lot of people. People want to know, I told you the truth. And I said I would be here for you, and I am. And I had him try to do that. I just think he did it with the wrong people, or he did it too early in the game, or he did it with too many people. So, like, there's a lot of things going on there. But um, I think, like, you ha- he, if you were to look at a resume after this episode, he has the best one still. Yeah. I like that this episode ended with a major shift of control. Yeah. For the Sele tribe. We don't really know what's going on on Decal.
0: They're eating well. That's all eating we know. They're eating
1: sharks. Shark sushi. Maybe sushi, I don't know. Just do to do, 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 do baby shark. Yeah. Frig. That song was stuck in my head the next day. Thanks, Tony.
0: Um
1: Uh yeah, so it'll be I I have a feeling well, no, I don't know. They usually show it, but maybe they'll do a tribe swap next week because they usually do it around this time.
0: Well, Especially if they keep losing. Two
1: losses, they want to switch it up. Maybe they'll make it three tribes. That would be interesting. Um, okay, so now we're introducing a new part of our, uh, of our discussion with a segment called The Tribe Has Spoken. And this is where we get audience feedback or uh, for this one, for example, I put out a little ask me anything on Instagram and we got some comments that people want to talk about. So we'll talk about them. Our first one comes from Tara, Tara Williamson, and she wants to talk about the devastation of Ethan getting the boot.
0: I was pretty devastated. I love Ethan. I don't I don't have him picked as one of my players for the for the pool. Yeah. But I love him. He seems like such a nice guy. I felt yeah. so bad just for him to be blindsided and like you said he just got in with the wrong crowd.
1: I know. It's like they he was only voted out to make a move against Rob and Parvati. And like I think Ethan's very um like good-spirited about it. He obviously still has a second chance, but when he got to uh, the edge, he even said to Amber and the rest of the girls, like, obviously my alliance with Rob and Parv did not go as well as I thought it did. And it, yeah, it could have gone either way. He could have laid low and he could have been the like one that everyone likes and it sounded like it was, but they needed to sacrifice someone and he was unfortunately the one who they knew would hurt Rob and Parv, but not disrupt the game too much. Keep them in control.
0: So, I'm sad to see Ethan go.
1: Maybe he'll make it back in.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. I hope he ends up finding some kind of advantage or something. I'm yeah. tired of watching Natalie get every single one.
1: I am, I am happy the way that they are including more Edge of Extinction though. Like,
0: yeah, big time.
1: It, it's making for good, good television.
0: Now I say I'm getting tired of Natalie, but she—it's very interesting to see her control yeah, and like she's to just see how it. far she's going to be able to keep this a secret. And
1: what is she going to be able to do with all of these fire tokens?
0: Buy the whole island, buy Fiji.
1: She's the maybe she'll buy the role as host. Maybe. She's the new Jeff.
0: Maybe. Maybe you this is Jeff. heard here first, people. Yeah, breaking news. <laughs> Jeff's retiring, and Natalie's taking over, fire chip style.
1: (laughs) Okay, so yes, Ethan, devastating. So sad. So sad. Hopefully he makes it back in. But, I don't know, he looked very tired after those challenges. I think his physical um, strength isn't as...
0: Uh those are tough challenges. They are, but he like That's the first yeah. thing is from American Ninja American Ninja World, oh, whatever that I show do is. That. Uh so the next tribe member to have spoken uh is M, who said strategic approach. I think there's been especially very early, there's been a lot of strategy being played. Yeah. Adam trying Adam to Adam has control. just been like
1: a killer yeah. strategist from the get-go. Um, and I think this season differs because sometimes there's, a like I said, it's more about physical and it's more about how you do in challenges and it's more about being a provider, but right, like season 40 winners is going to be strategy right from the beginning. And these are people, Adam went into his first season being a mega fan, like watched every season, analyze it all. And that got him the win. And now he's going to do the same thing this time. And even though he's playing against these people who are from, like, the first few seasons, it doesn't mean that he's less of a player. I think it makes him more because he has had more time to watch. So, um, yeah, there's major strategy coming from Adam. And at the end of the day, strategy is how y- you control your game.
0: Yeah. I think as well we just mentioned but uh, I I also think Natalie on on extinction is like her strategy there is so good Mm -hmm. it's so good she's not letting anybody know how extinction works she's playing dumb she's playing the peasant as she calls herself she said I'm making pretend like I'm a like I'm a peasant and that I don't have these three fire tokens uh, in my pocket. So, you know, there's there's a pretty good strategy.
1: And one of my favorite uh, strategic approaches to the game is waiting for someone else's strategy to spiral out of control, and then you take advantage of that. And we saw that this week, and I think we'll continue to see it throughout, because... There's always going to be the big guns coming in with their let's take out blah, 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 and f- explode the game. Mm. Carl bomb. <laughs> right? And <Yeah>. then <laughs> there's going to be the
0: people who are like... It's a Carl bomb?
1: Yeah, remember that?
0: Is that what he called it? Carl bomb? Because the they all played Carl. When they all played those advantages? Yeah. That was so good.
1: Yeah, so there's going to be... There's times to lay low, and that is, like, a killer strategy. And then there's times to pounce on an opportunity that presents itself. But I think laying low
0: and pouncing on those opportunities can be done. I think Michelle and Jeremy did it perfectly. They orchestrated that vote out, and no one knows. No one has any idea it's them.
1: Yeah, and I think on topic, uh, you kind of have to be willing to let go of control and have a little bit less than you might be comfortable with because you don't know when someone's going to uh, make a wrong move that you can take advantage of so it's a little scary like sitting here in my kitchen recording this podcast that would be my approach to take advantage of control and strategies as they present themselves without going into making a big move but once you're out there you know, like everything gets to you. I don't know if I would actually be able to deliver on that. So oh, I respect right. it. Okay, well, for our last uh, input from the tribe, um, this one comes from Christina, and it's a little bit more of a analogy that she'd like to share of her thoughts when she was watching. So she says, Watching the blue team lose last night was like watching the Leafs lose Saturday night left me with the same feeling of hopelessness. So, pause on the quote. The Leafs, as in the Toronto Maple Leafs hockey team. For those not living in Canada.
0: I don't know. They have hockey other places, too.
1: (laughs) Well, they might... I don't know. Okay, anyway. Uh, She continues with, but the survivors, like all competitors, must step up their game, dust off, and rally for some kind of control. Uh that needs to last them until the playoffs in hockey or the merge in survivor. So what do you think about that? I get it. Seeing your team continuously lose and lose and lose. Uh it sucks.
0: It it, it does.
1: Yeah. And it's it's I don't know if we feel that way them because they just continue to lose, right? Like, there's something about an underdog, right? Like, once you've seen a team lose, you want them to win.
0: 100%. With
1: the Leafs, it's... A, That's a lot why of people, people love
0: like, March Madness, for example. If, going from survival to sport. Yes, but March Madness, the reason why it's so exciting is because it's completely unpredictable. You can have number one seed teams fall to number 16 teams seed teams so it, it's completely unpredictable and it's one and done where this season is kind of more like like hockey playoffs where it's like best of 7 because you do have a chance to come back with extinction yeah so it a sports analogy is quite good um to you know keep wanting to see them fight because it's they're not done once they go to extinction they're they're not they they can come back.
1: Yeah. And when you have the merge, you know that um well e- the edge of extinction is even like a whole other level, but you just want them to make it to the merge because then it's not the tribe that you're dealing with, it's like one. And I think also for some of us who are listening and involved, we're part of a pool. So we also have these players that we're rooting for extra than other players and Also, with the blue tribe being Rob's tribe, who is like a fan favorite, and Parvati's tribe, who's another fan favorite, and Ethan, not anymore. But, you know.
0: We're still going to see him, though. Yeah,
1: but like you had these, I don't know. I never, I'm equally happy as I am disappointed when both teams win, Mm -hmm. which is different experience than watching sports because usually you are rooting for one team. So thank you to Tara M and Christina for your input. Uh, We look forward to hearing what people have to say next week.
0: Yeah, we hope to hear from from more people. Yeah, not that these ones weren't great, but the more, the merrier.
1: The more, the merrier.
0: The more, the merrier. Gives us more to talk about. So if you have a long commute to work, you can listen, and then it fills up your whole commute. If not, sorry.
1: Yeah. Um. So now it's time for out. Wit outplay, play last.
0: Yeah,
1: you went first last I time. I did, so, so I you get
0: to go ahead. First this time.
1: So my outwit is Sarah, and I chose her because I was very impressed with, with the way that she put a lot of things on the line in order to advance herself in the game. Not only did she risk, she gave up a fire token, which she doesn't even know the. She thinks she can buy a tarp or. Whatever, doesn't even know the intensity or extremity of things that she does? can buy.
0: No one really knows. No one really
1: knows. Natalie knows, I think.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: But, um, you know, she gave that up. She took on this risky challenge of sneaking into another camp's tribe, and she was successful. And she uh, she took a risk on something that she knows how to use, and she's done it in the past. So... I think she made the right decisions, and I look forward to seeing her make use of that. Who did you choose?
0: So I thought you were going to go with somebody different, so Mm. I was trying to be different from you. Okay. So I'm going to go back with that person.
1: Oh, who did you think I was going to go with?
0: Well, we were kind of talking about it during the episode, like when we were watching. Yes. So I was like, oh, she'll... Probably pick that person, so Adam? I won't. No, I'm gonna go with Michelle. Mm. She orchestrated the Ethan getting voted out thing. Uh, she's the one that kind of told people what uh, what Adam did. Um, so she kind of orchestrated that whole thing. I thought that was kind of un or a very witty thing to do. Uh, so I'll go with her for at wit.
1: Nice. I actually have her for outplay. I have her mm-hmm. and Jeremy, okay because I was impressed uh with her puzzle making skills. Mm-hmm. She did well there they uh they arrived late, but like we talked about, there was only one piece at the end that that they didn't have right um so good job there and then I also interpreted outplay as like a big play on someone else, so okay. obviously Michelle and Jeremy. Um, At the end of the day, we're kind of the players of the week.
0: So, we didn't... Last week, we picked the same people for different reasons. Yeah. This week, we picked the same people for the same reason.
1: But for different
0: roles. But for different categories. So, for outplay, I picked Sarah. Hmm. for number one, being able to sneak into... you know, the enemy territory and finding that, that advantage. And number two, pretty much the same as what you just said. She
1: did well in the puzzle. She did
0: well in the puzzle. Yeah.
1: It's also cool I wasn't
0: sure which one, but I was like, she did well in the puzzle yeah. and did that. So I was like, you know. It's, so yeah.
1: We're also interpreting Outwit, Outplay, and Outlast differently every week. So, yeah. like, you know, just go with it. Um,
0: and, like, we interpret it differently as well. Like yeah, you like, and I, you
1: and I as individuals. Like, you
0: took outplay. That was, to me, more of an outwit. Or, your outwit was my outplay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no right or wrong.
1: No. Because I don't know if... Uh, well, I'm sure it's obvious now, but we don't tell each other who our picks are.
0: Yeah, we keep this we secret. Keep,
1: yeah, so this is all...
0: We just alive. kind of write them down during the, during the show. the yeah, secret. Secret, secret. And then we secret. reveal them.
1: Okay, are you ready for my Outlast? Yes. I went haywire with this one.
0: Yeah, but so did I.
1: Okay,
0: Here, are you, you ready? Pick? Yeah, three, two, one. Nat. Oh, okay.
1: Because she That's is... That's not
0: haywire. That's a good pick. That's a good, solid pick. No,
1: but she is like... Outlasting on that edge of extinction. More than Reem. And Reem outlasted the whole time.
0: Dude. But
1: she's actually doing things. And she's actually
0: successfully accomplishing
1: things to get her back in the game. At the end of this whole thing, if Nat is standing in front of that jury and she has made her way back into the game, however she does it, she can say, I got the first three advantages that we know of i gave this person this i gave this person this i made this person have this then who wouldn't vote for her she outlasted yeah. harder than the people on the tri- on the uh, on the tribes so i know yeah. it's all like Very circumstantial, but right now...
0: I'm so mad I didn't pick Natalie. That's such a good pick. That's like the best. I know,
1: I know you want to be me. It's okay. (laughs) But I know, I agree. I I was like, I don't know if this even counts because she's not really in the running for it right now, but they all are. We don't
0: have rules.
1: We don't have rules. We're willy-nilly over here. Lucy Goosey, willy-nilly.
0: Willy-nilly. Um, that's such, no, that's such a good pick. And like I said, like, she's been controlling that whole island. Nobody else is controlling all of Sele Island. Nobody's controlling all of Dekal Island. No. Natalie is controlling extinction Mm -hmm. by herself. No one else has any idea what's going on there except her.
1: She's the mayor.
0: I think that is the perfect choice. And my choice is not even close to that good. <laughs>
1: Who did you pick?
0: I picked for out play or outlast. Sorry, I went with Sophie. Ah, oh, Sophie's she, choice. Sophie's <laughs> choice. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, she she also helped with the puzzle. So <laughs> to yeah. bring it back to bring it back to the puzzle. No, she also helped with the puzzle, which to me isn't that, like, it's not that crazy important. She laid low uh, because we barely saw that tribe. She also had Kim confide in her last episode, and she is apparently good at puzzles. (laughs) So, or at least decent, like enough to let her team win and as long as you keep winning you're not going to get voted out so she can keep helping her team win keep having people who have no connection to her like kim kim just randomly came up to her followed her gut and came up to her and, and you know helped her with this or got her to to help with the idol it, I think that's that's pretty good. I think that's that's something that can get you fired. Those are three pretty good things.
1: And she's on the winning tribe right now. Yeah, she's on the winning tribe. Not going to tribal. Yeah, I respect it.
0: It's Natalie's the perfect pick. (laughs) It's the you can you can stop listening after. I think
1: I just became the sole survivor of this podcast. You did.
0: (laughs) You're the Natalie uh, of our extinction.
1: Cool. Well, another week has come and gone That was good
0: That was a lot of A lot of information That was a a great topic Yeah Because it's uh, Survivor's all about control And lack of control So
1: Mm Mm-hmm All right, well, I'm going to control this podcast And
0: Shut her down Shut her down I guess you'll hear from us next week When we find out what happens Next week on Survivor